1: you <laughs>
0: Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. This is one of those bookmark podcasts when people might look back or might not at a moment in time in relation to Sunderland, AFC's history, and today is one of those where another manager has lost his job. So we've called a bit of an emergency podcast this evening. We will be back Monday or Tuesday to elaborate on this a little bit more and put a little bit more thought into it because we have just really just got together last minute here and... Uh, Thought we'd put something out uh, for you all. Joining myself to do that is Richard Easterbrook. Hi, Stephen. Hi, good.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's good well, as it can be, yeah.
0: Well, we'll, we get, we'll get into that in terms of uh, some of stuff anyway. Um, and we're also joined by Mr Positive Jimmy.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's a, you know, it's the dawn of a new era, isn't it? So.
0: Well... Pfft.
2: We've, heard that, a lot. We've heard that
0: a lot as well. We'll <laughs> apologize as well because I would, uh, feel a little bit tipsy the man I wasn't expecting to have to do a podcast tonight. So, still draining my sorrows from yesterday, I think. I don't go to as many away matches as, as I would like uh, for reasons that you all like to remind me of. Um, but this was one of them. And spent a lot of money doing it, don't you, Jimmy? And that's the thing. And you know, starting with that before we get on to the obvious, um, it, it seems that it, on every occasion this season, someone have really bottled these big games when when the fans have turned up certainly for the bigger weird years this season
2: yeah I mean it was obviously I, I was there yesterday as well I just I, I couldn't believe how quickly it just all went downhill it was we didn't really I mean we started poorly and, and, and it got worse and, and like you say it's not the first time it's not even the second or third time that that's happened and the vibes—you could see the vibe on the pitch. Everyone was uncomfortable, and it reminded me so much of the Rotherham game, the Sheffield game. I wasn't at the Pompey game, so I couldn't attest to, to, to being there like the others. But it just seems that, like you say, when when there's these big games, when there's a big following, we 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 don't deliver away from home. The contrast between that and the home form is massive, and it's a real worry because teams who who you know get promoted cannot afford to have away form as poor as ours is we're not even anywhere close to being in the top
0: hmm. top echelons
2: of the away league well table i haven't or. i
0: haven't i've seen the the the, the stat on twitter flood about today and i haven't done my research on it i haven't checked um, to verify it but people are saying that apparently only Doncaster have conceded more away from home than us this season yeah i saw that as well. As is remarkable well, then, really. it is but also
2: it also if you look at if you think about it then it, it you know it, <laughs> so it's indefensible because it, it's so obvious. Why? Because, like you say, we don't turn up, and Bolton are a mid-table team in League One. They were what, like 13, 14 places below us going into the game tomorrow. They are not a six a, a team that should be beating a beating a, a team in in the top team six mm. nil. And and, and it, they, I'm not going to be one of those who say they didn't play well because obviously they they did what they needed to do. We allowed them. To, yeah. to run riot really. If you look at the way the goals went in, it was absolute ab- it was it was abject and it was yeah, it was alarming. And it, it was so worried because the mental yeah. for me, the mentality comes from the top. And to go to go in at half time 2-0 and be even worse in the second half, it really makes you think how and why can a manager who who want, is going to get this team promoted get that can't happen under their watch. Yeah. The credibility yeah. went. For me it was that was it, and I, as you said, I'm normally a positive, a positive fan. But even I, last night in the chat and stuff, was saying that like, that was it for me. That was the line because mm. I couldn't see how you come back. because it, the, it's indefensible? It's the third tier. It's a mid-table third-tier side, and we were absolutely embarrassed by them. And there's just no comeback from that.
0: It's up there with with the worst years I've ever experienced watching and That's for sure. So I mean, we'll, we we'll you know we'll segue that now into the. Into the in, into the breaking news, which obviously everybody listening to this now, uh, I'm sure is aware of what's happened. And Lee Johnson God, has he, lost his job. Wait, right? Imagine Actually, if the, imagine if people didn't know, and you've yeah, yeah oh, three like, minutes into well, the podcast to tell I'm, them. I'm, I'm imagining Richard that you're going to uh, suggest something about Johnson being sacked in the uh, title of the podcast. So if somebody yeah. did <laughs> if somebody did listen and they still didn't know that uh, Johnson had been sacked, then that will be amazing. Someone
1: <laughs> sitting there, open mouth. <laughs> no, I didn't
0: know. Well, oh, that's breaking news. Yeah. And think you know I want to start with like actually and I ask you both your opinions give me a percentage of how surprised you actually are with this because before this game I I wasn't Johnson out I I wasn't a huge fan but I'll be honest I wasn't Johnson out but such is the you know the catastrophe that is a 6-0 defeat as Jimmy said to a mid-table Division 3 club in a Division 3 game and of course there's more than that and it compounds a lot of things and after last night, I was like, "Yeah, I think it's probably time to move on." But I'm still surprised. I'll be honest. Give me a percentage first. Both of you, give me a percentage of of what you were in terms of Johnson out in compared to Johnson in, and secondly, tell me if you're actually surprised. Did you actually think this would happen, Richard? Well, you start. For
1: me, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't Johnson out at all for for a long while. It was the the Lincoln game where where things just. Started to turn for me, and I like the link game went because similar to yesterday, we were poor in the first half, and we managed to be poorer in the second half, despite you know, well, five minute recovery, which was, which was then brought to a disastrous end. Um, it's just that just, just the game management stuff that 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 we'd often talked about with with Johnson. It's yeah, and it there comes a time when it's not players; it's it's whatever's being drilled into them on, on the training ground or whatever's been said to them at, at half time or, or before game, it's just obviously not, not getting through and it's not cutting through and maybe the messages are too complicated or whatever, whatever the ins and outs are. But I was I was I had doubts and I thought, you know, maybe we can ride it out. But yesterday yesterday was the kind of performance that loses a manager a job. Um even even like even in in the context of of the bad run that we've been having, of you know one win in five, um, you do that even in a winning streak, and it's like, you know, that's it's just unforgivable, really. And it, it, it all, all the blame has to come at his door for it. You know, whatever happened on the day with the players, me, you know, perhaps giving up or you know not not performing individually within within their position, it, it does. It all comes from him. You know, if if it's if it's a success that's attributed to the manager when we're winning it's it's on him if we're losing so in that in that respect i wasn't i wasn't i was expecting him to go to be honest i thought that's it he's gone you, um, you thought he
0: would go after that result yeah?
1: yeah i thought so yeah so i'm not so i'm not surprised um today i thought we'll see what happens if he's not gone by tonight he's probably going to ride it out um I think that's, that's what Scott Scott Wilson from the Northern Echo thought as well. Um, yeah. Surprisingly, obviously, I, I know I know Scott really well, so yeah. I, so, yeah. so privately, I'll be having a bit of a laugh with him. But um, it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah just I'll, one of those things. You think?
0: I'll bring it up next time yeah, as well.
1: You think? Generally, if 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 you ride it out by Monday uh, by Sunday, you're going to be all right. But but there we are. Mm. Right, Jimmy. Well, I mean,
2: deal. I guess it's, yeah, similar. So, um, I, uh,
0: it's hard because I had a, I, I've never really liked... Because you're so you in so My the issue is,
2: I, I just, my goal the whole season, as it has been every season, it's promotion, is all that matters. I don't, I didn't like or dislike Johnson enough. It was, if he's doing what we need to get promoted, I'm fine with it, which is why pr- prior to yesterday, I thought, well, we're in a league position whereby we can still go up. He's done some, we've had some bad results under him, but we've also had some really good results. And yeah. I sort of had a bit of trust in him still. That went yesterday. And I just, re- like Rick said, it really was the type of performance that loses a manager a job. It would almost be, rather than thinking of reasons to sack the manager, it would almost be a case of how do we not sack him after that? Because it, it, it's, it was beyond the pale really for a club of our stature um, and I I, am, I make no apologies for saying that either like we cannot and should never accept no. that and I think in a way not sacking him would have been tacitly accepting that result because realistically the manager carries the can especially in the context of the other results we've had away from home and as much as people point to the league position I, I accept that and I I pointed to the league position as well prior to yesterday, but that went out the window for me. And it, uh, As far as I was concerned, I, I didn't want him managing any more games for Sunderland because I cannot trust him to deliver what we need because there's no point in having a plan for long-term sustainability when you're a club like Sunderland in League One. It doesn't yeah. work. We have to get promoted first. yeah. And that's why, no matter what sort of long-term visions other people at the club may have, and I think this What's happened today, this decision sort of echoes that they are a lot thinking along the same lines that we are. Yep. We have to get promoted to do that. And the yep. trust with Johnson went because that result yesterday was so far. It was almost laughable. Like, like you know, people up and down the country watching Soccer Saturday or Neutral fans, they'll be like, what? Like, it, was was yeah. it was all over national. It was all over national radio. And, and I least, think, you
0: know, because, yeah. because the Premier League didn't play, didn't, you know, and, and talk sport covered the game and all that and did a massive feature on a pre-match and they were there. And um, obviously I listened to that, I listened to that <laughs> driving home as well. And, and there was definitely more coverage than than the normally would have been. And maybe that's worked against him. Again, I said there, you know, it's not just the, the you know, losing the, the big games. Lots of things have compounded this for Johnson. Here's a question for you though, right? If Sunderland had lost 4-0, or even 5-0, would Lee Johnson be out of a job today? Because 6-0 is where, is, it, cha- it's yeah, is where yeah, it changes yeah, yeah. from. Is where yeah. it changes from. Oof, that's a bit of a good hiding, to, wow, that's embarrassing. Yeah,
2: you're right. For some, whatever reason it is, the sixth goal is, from six onwards, it's a totally different thing. And I don't know why it is, but you're right. So we, we conceded five. Against rather than we we concede four at Pompey three at Chef Wed.
0: Um and and I think, an, so, I think it should be it should be a job now yeah him. I think
2: it possibly could be because it becomes you're basically a laughing stock after, after after the sixth goal goes in it, 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 beco- it, it you know it's it's just a paddling and it? it's a complete and utter body and it's it goes past the point where you can sort of make any excuses for it because to concede six goals and I, I mean there's you know let's be honest right. This team's a lot worse than us. Would be embarrassed at conceding six goals away to Bolton. Yeah. So, you're right. I d- yeah, it, 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 the sixth goal was the killer, but I, I, I think it, it, it's symptomatic of an issue we've had long term. Sixth,
0: with- sixth goal—a miss kick by Declan John, no less. Yeah. <laughs> um, Richard, what do you? Did, did you think there's something in that? Because, because that just shows the fine lines, doesn't it? Because, like you know. As as Jimmy said that, and as we've said, you know, and we were getting a lot of stick on Twitter as always when, when we when we try and remind people it's not acceptable we're in this division in the first place. Um get get told to be realistic and stuff, but it's fine lines because yes, we're in a position where we can still get promoted. Like, you know, that yeah. is the pot that is a possibility. We're gonna be in the playoffs. Rotherham and Wigan aren't can, aren't gonna mess up, I would I would imagine, mm-hmm. unless we get a real kick off who the next manager is. However, you know, the result is deemed to be that unacceptable. Maybe yeah. compounded with a recent form a little bit. But has mm. the six 0 done it? Is that what's tipped it over the edge?
1: I think it's not. Maybe not just the the score line, but it's the manner of manner of defeat as well. So if you look back at the the Sheffield Wednesday game, you know that was I say it only uh, it was only a you know a three 0 defeat, but the manner of that performance was was alarming. Um, you know, especially when it's set against the fact that we'd gone to Rotherham. You know, four days before that. So and like at this level we've just not been beaten like we have been this season. I don't think at any level, like even in the Premier League, I don't and think we, we've but, been but that, spanked and, as and much in one season.
0: But we we've said all season on the pod, like we wouldn't mind losing more games if we turn some of them draws into wins. Like we've consistently hmm. said that. And sometimes when a team is more attacking and and that's better to watch. You are going to take a couple of good hidings on the way. I think, it, like you've said, there it's more the manner of them, and it's more that they all seem to be in big games where yeah. pressure's on, which doesn't bode well for someone like Lee Johnson and this team in a, in a playoff situation where the pressure's yeah. on because they've failed at every opportunity, haven't they so far? But, but, I think but
1: uh, we, sorry, sorry, Jim, just we we don't have a problem in in performing at home in front of big crowds. You know that. One of our best performances of the season was against Sheffield mm. Wednesday, and that was 36,000, six thousand. So midway, allegedly, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wasn't. counting heads. Yeah. but, <laughs> but it, it, you know, why why we built on on the road as opposed to at home is, mm. is probably the perennial, the perennial question. But it, you're you're right. It's it, it's those big games with big followings.
0: I just think it's little. It's little. So I'm just trying to put me put myself in the in the shoes of. Um... You know, and and, and um Jeff has made this statement today, which was interesting. He started with saying I and then he moved on a we. So it's it's a collective decision. You would expect it to be. He's not, you know, whether we like it or not, there's a management group or or whatever you want to call it, and you know, they are gonna talk about this and it's gonna be a mutual thing, even if it is led by one person. Um, but we, we, we're talking about this you know, when they're having the conversation like to actually pull the trigger or not. And one of the things as we just said there could be the score line because it wasn't 4-0, it was 6-0. You know, that could tip him over the edge. Additionally, his post-match interview, which is something we've discussed previously on the podcast as well, how he seems so deflated when we lose. He's so high when we win. He's so low when we lose. Did we want to see somebody after that game look like they were about to burst into tears and like... Feeling sorry for himself as much as he was. We don't, you know, football has moved on and society's moved on where it's not all just about screaming and shouting at players and stuff like Mm. that. But you want a manager, surely after a game like that, to come out and be angry Mm. and to have the impression that the players have been given it big time. And he didn't get that at all, did you? You, you just thought, you know, he probably sat there and said nothing in the in the, in the dressing room afterwards. And then I go you, want, you, want them,
2: you want them to look and sound like they're in control. And I think mm-hmm. he just, it was the opposite. It's like, and he did the same after the Wednesday game. He's done it a couple of other times in the opposite way. Like he's done a bit possibly too OTT when we mm-hmm. won as well. I think, I think really, um, you're right. You don't necessarily just want to go, oh, you know, I've bollocked them. I've given their hair dryer. I've been, chubby. you don't know, I, I don't, Think that is necessarily the right thing. You know, what you want is control, and he did not look like he was in control yeah. in that interview. Would be he, he, he's not in he control does, of himself he... or of the, of the dressing room because he's, mm. he, he's looking like he's baffled and upset. And if the, he's the manager of the club, like if you're a player in that squad, or if you know, how can he's supposed to lead? He, 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 he's the man who carries the can, the book stops with him. He can't be coming out and looking as shell shocked and upset. As as he has done numerous times this season, because
0: yeah, it's no, a control I, I,
2: thing, and it's yeah. a respect, and it's it's the psychology of it, and you can't you, you can't do that, and then ec- expect you know the buy in at the same time because he is, it is effectively a form of weakness, and he's mm-hmm. displayed it too many times. And I think that yeah, I don't want him to be bollocking people left, right, and centre either, but just look like you're in control, and just you know grow g- grow a pair, and just come <laughs> out, and just you know basically just. Tell it for what it is. No excuses, but also not not whinging and moaning. You're not a fan. You, you shouldn't yeah. be there saying I'm really upset and I'm sorry. Like, and I feel sorry for the really.
0: staff at the academy and
2: stuff. He yeah, was it's saying. like it's irrelevant. Like you're it's... you're the manager. Take responsibility. Take control. Say for what it is, and then tell us more importantly what you're going to do about it. And there's nothing. You don't get that vibe from him, do you? Well, so I mean. Like, I if, mean, you if you listen to
1: his, sorry, go on, sorry. No, go on. no i was, was going to say if, if you listen to his this first interview that he did after the the Wigan game that he shouldn't have taken charge of back in what December yeah. 2021 yeah. 20, uh, 2020 should i say um he said uh, the first thing he said in his post match was um i understand the purpose of these post match interviews it has three three pu- purposes one to tell the fans um what I think about the game. The second one is to to let the players know what I'm thinking about the game. And the third one is to to speak to the ownership. Um so he's like, and I've got lots of responsibilities within that. So he's very well aware of of what what he should be saying in a post match interview. Um and he sounded very controlled at that point. But since then it he, he does it, you know, it, it doesn't win any points with fans. That's really yeah.
0: That's that's really fascinating, that Richard, that you've you've brought that up because I would never have remembered that. So no, it's it's it, just... it, it, it's a really good reflection because because you know, adding to what you're both saying here as well, and Jimmy talking about him not being in control, he was even sort of saying <clears throat> as daft as it sounds, we prepared really well for this game. And he was almost at loss to explain it.
1: And that's as what Jimmy we're... Yeah,
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. That is not somebody who can identify what the issues are. And then, and then how can we trust them to do anything more? Well it's hard without well, saying it, that. It's, it's hard to think. It's you know, it's hard to think of what you it's that's why it's interesting what you just said there, Richard, about how him acknowledging Pre- at a previous uh, post-match interview that the, the, the ownership, he's speaking to the ownership indirectly through these mm-hmm. things. So if he's got the awareness of that and he's then given off the vibes to say, I don't know what happened. This yeah. keeps happening. I, I can't, surprised do, it. As you I can't do anything about it. Adding to don't the worry. fact that it was 6 nil. <laughs> you know, th- these are the kind of things the owners have clearly looked at when they've made this decision. Clearly. Yeah,
2: yeah the you fact know, he looked more baffled than we did is severely, severely worried. Because let's be honest, we've seen results like this coming this season because the issues are there. There's, There was the whole three at the back,
0: two, back three, back two you No, know, we solved the issues when we it. brought in uh, when we brought in Bart.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that was some on goal. It was eight, eight, eight out of 10 Virginis that was, I think, when it comes mm. to spectacular goals. But I think... When he comes out and says that, it's, it's like you can't trust him to, to carry the to carry anything forwards. I mean, I just can't understand how he his. I mean, he he's, he's been a football manager for ten years, and he is coming out with stuff like that. It was almost like he knew he was done, and he was upset about it, and he was almost like feel sorry for me type thing. It's like I don't know, you know. I, I, we can't, we, yeah. couldn't, we couldn't have carried on. And, and I would just like to add another thing just on what we were talking about before about that the, the hammerings away from home. The, another issue has been we've dropped, well, I can think of, of, of uh, six points we've dropped in very late on from winning positions against Shrewsbury, Accrington and Wickham, which had we, say, won two of those three games, we'd be top of the league still. So it's not just that we're losing games with big amounts of goals conceded. There's other games where we're winning and we're dropping points there as well. So that's two big issues that we've got with our away performances at the same time. So how how can we build on that with the manager coming out and looking like he doesn't know what, he, what he's going to do next either? So mm. I just wanted to add that in because I just thought it's interesting and, and worrying that it's not just the big headline defeats, it's also the fact we're dropping mm. points from winning positions left, right and centre as well.
1: I think now if you look at the, the league table we know we're obviously still in touch but you've got to factor in those you know the huge amount of games in hand that that Rotherham and Wigan have a, have on us and this was an opportunity for us you know all the way through this run it's been an opportunity for us to get those points on the board which are better than having the games in hand at the end of the day I mean even that, that, that's points. that's about even four clichés extra, in one uh, sentence uh, even an extra but.
0: four points to outwork that's what
1: I mean that, all that is is yeah.
2: not conceding that goal at Wickham and not mm. conceding that goal at
1: Ackerman, and which but Will they'd have to avoidable. Go- They'd have to go into every game in hand, you know, whatever injury problems they have, and it'll, it'll be Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. They'd be going into it those games in hand, knowing that they've got to win, and that 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 kind of pressure can make a break. That's what them. did and for us, especially yeah, yeah. in the That's first what's season. That's done for us in the past. The reason
2: we messed up that amount of games in hand in the first season was because Luton and Barnes kept winning, so mm. they'd win, which put more pressure on our games in hand. The, what we've done is we've basically had a massive drop off since the since the Chef five 0 Our form is just, I don't want to say it's gone off a cliff because we haven't, it's not like we've lost every game, but we've had a massive downturn since then. And Mm. that's coincided with the period where Wigan and Rotherham started playing their games in hand and started playing again. So it's basically just the initiative has been handed over to them massively. And we're now, we've not capitalised at all from a position of strength.
1: Mm -hmm. The new new manager when... Yeah, and I almost, go on, sorry whoever the new manager is that comes in was has now got the task of they've got a mountain to climb as well because they've got but to I save the season I you know, think
0: they've got a bit of a free passing away because like you know, this is another thing where I, th- I think this is the line now where the ownership must have looked and said under this manager we are categorically not getting promoted in the top two that was not going to mm. happen we aren't crap enough to finish outside the top six I don't care what anybody says, we aren't Sunderland will finish in the playoffs this season. So I guess the way they're thinking there is at least a new manager might give us the chance because we're not out of touch entirely of the top two and they will get a bit of a free pass if we don't succeed in the playoffs. You know, you know the fans aren't going to want a manager sacked when he was only appointed in you know, February. So, so <laughs> Like they're, they're, we did with their uh, Parkinson. Well, <laughs> if you lose every game, yeah, like for six months. Um, yeah. No, but you know what I mean? So that, that yeah, is... Yeah. That that comes into it as well because the, the, there's a long term flip on that as well, isn't there? Uh, well, especially because wanna...
2: Johnson has last season he we spectacularly failed in that Lincoln away game in the first leg of the playoffs. So you couldn't you, you wouldn't want to like I think you're right. I think they've they don't want him leading us into another playoff campaign, right. which I think is totally fair enough. Yeah. And if they get if they get top, if we get top two, it's a great bonus and. Fair play to whoever comes in, because if they get us top two from here, then they have done an absolutely yeah. sterling job of it. But but nobody would expect them to. Um... Nobody would expect it, exactly. Mm-hmm. And also, it, at least we, we're not going in, because if we went to the playoffs with Johnson, we'd just be thinking about that, how bad that first leg at Lincoln was last season and how what's the chance of this happen again. At least if it's somebody new, when the mentality is going to be different, the vibe will be different about it. So, I just,
0: yeah. Can you imagine a play player final at Wembley with Johnson? Like, I, I feel like, we would either win 5-0 or lose 5-0. And, yeah. and, and he'd probably like, start crying if we lost yeah, as well. It, it would, would be it would really, really embarrassing. We, 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 like I say, we'll come back later on the week and the we can elaborate. I don't, I don't want to go too long on this. It's just um, an initial uh, reaction to Lee Johnson being sacked. Another thing, though, quickly before we finish, I want to raise up is the timing is interesting in terms of the transfer window. <laughs> the last day of the transfer window is tomorrow. So the time of recording were yeah, Sunday night transfer window ends the end of Monday, I, I can't believe that's been an oversight, Richard, from, from the ownership group. So that either tells us that they think this was more important as the big picture, yeah, um, or that tells us nobody else is coming in. Surely yeah. there's players lined up. We need more. We need more players in.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we do. But um, if this is...
0: Sound, I mean, I know Speakman... Yeah. Kind of has that remit now anyway well,
1: it depends on but the, it's, it, it's a
0: difficult it's a difficult conversation it's a difficult sell now isn't it o player yeah
1: there's two there's two two things to consider with that have they got someone else lined up and how quickly can they be brought in and or throughout the negotiations because I guess there'll be players now that will still be at an advanced no no negotiations with the club if if they're going to sign tomorrow um you know, will 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 they have done any dealings with with Johnson at all, or will it have been through Speakman? So for them, would it, will anything have changed? Or, I,
0: get, I get that. Or, but or would, like, would it just be because it would be Speakman, like you say, and that mm-hmm. that's the that's the structure we've got now. However, it's still irrelevant who the manager is and the, the way he plays and thinks yeah. about the game and stuff like that. So you would like to think, Jimmy, wouldn't you? That and I've said this. This should be common sense. But it doesn't appear to be. Certainly, when it comes to Sunderland, no manager or head coach should ever get sacked from any club without clear ideas in mind of who are going to come in.
2: No, absolutely. I think. There's, I think a point that indicates there might be something in the is They got rid of the backroom staff as well, so it's not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. I you know that. Yeah, because you know you often like when Parky went, for example, his assistant took the next game, and you often do find that happens. Whereas everyone's just been basically cleared out. So, I agree. I'd rather have kept Johnson than sack him with no idea. But I think that the whole, like we've sort of covered, the whole point of the director of football, um, whatever you want to call it, structure we've got is that the manager is not the be all and end all like it, like it used to be and like slash is at other clubs. So, there is an issue insofar as players we're trying to sign, slash players we've just signed, and be like, oh, what? Hold on a minute. However, at the same time, it's not that uncommon for this to happen during transfer those managers do get sacked. And I think players are aware of that, especially... I mean, you know, you'd, if you're a player looking to sign for, for Sunderland, you, you'll have been looking at results we've had and you you wouldn't be majorly surprised, given what happened yesterday, if you've not signed already, that he's been sacked. It might even be an incentive to sign, in a way, for some. Um, but in terms of style of play as well, I think that that is possibly an issue, which is why I wouldn't expect a total polar opposite Style of play to come yeah. because yeah. our squad's built for built built to to play a specific way, and that's that that is one thing that I do want to keep going is 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 certainly you know an attacking from an attacking perspective the style of play that we've got I, I wouldn't want us to revert to some kind of you know safety first sort of let's just try and get over the line type performance because we, we we're not built for that we can't go and sort of try and bully teams we have to play to our strengths and the issue we've we've had is we, we we almost do that too much and we don't we're not solid enough so somebody who can who can short the back line but also keep the attacking flair going i think is, is going to be the key it's an attractive proposition for for managers God, and, and, and play and play and players as well and not just cos with someone but also if you look at the position we're in and the players we've got it's not like it's not like taking over johnson to be fair, one thing I will say is Johnson's left the club in a better position than it was when he found, I know it's not just down to him, but if you look at the players and stuff, like the squad he took over, like Phil Parkinson's like starting eleven of like like sort of angry clobbers, which is what a lot of them were and did absolutely nothing. At least we have some players you'd actually want to manage. Like we haven't got a completely useless team. We we've got some good players at the level, we're in a good position in the league. It's a massive opportunity for yeah. for either an up-and-coming manager or somebody who wants to try and you know improve the reputation. And the same goes for players as well. So I think it's I'm I'm really pleased anyway, but I just think on the point you mentioned that they will almost certainly have somebody lined up given given the way it's been done, but also I think they would have been short of, of interest either. So that's both of those things are positive.
1: But yeah, I I I agree with it. It's the right decision. I'm I'm quite excited because I know that it's not going to be a chocolate, chocolate and cheese appointment. Yeah. If well, I say that no. I trust enough in the system. Yeah, I do to, well. to know that to know that the next manager coming in is is going to have an ethos of, of of positive football, and we've got the players to do to do that as well. You know, and it's can, the
2: brave it's the brave decision to make because the easy mm-hmm. decision really would be to just yeah. have kept him and just think the thought. Well, we'll hope for the best. Whereas at least by sort of. Twisted rather than sticking. We've we, we've shown and the ownership have, have shown a bit of ambition there that they want better than that they're not willing to accept it either, which mm. is a good thing. And I think yeah. also as well, realistically, it's it, it's it's going to be. Given we've got a, a game, I mean, we're playing Donny. Who are are they? Bottom or the second bottom? Whichever. they I mean, they're, they're they are the
0: ten points. A drift of safety.
2: Yeah, so it's it's a it's a decent first game. I mean, we, obviously we said that about Johnson with, with Wigan last season, but it, it is it is a decent first game to have. So hopefully, it you know it's it's uh, it's quite well timed in that regard as well. So hopefully, yeah. I think we should be on for.
0: It's, for, a, it's a really interesting point that it is because I, I never you know because it's still new this information. I hadn't really processed it enough to actually think about what you've just said there. That actually since Sunderland have been in League One, this is probably the best time anybody could have of taken over the team in, in that, as we've said, we will finish in the playoffs. There's no way we're not going to finish in the playoffs. So any manager coming in now, it's also, you know, the whole thing we all know about the big club, the big fan base, you know, chance to be a hero there, get them where they you know, close to where they belong but actually none of them have been in a position where they think, well, actually, if I take this job, I'm going to get a shot at promoting this team because I will, we, we will be in the playoffs. So I will have a semi-final and a final to get this club promoted. That's a decent position, but should it be in, isn't it for somebody?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The tools are there. It's, you know, it's not, we're not, it's not a crisis situation. It's not as if maybe automatic promotion is maybe a step too far, but the playoffs are there to be had. I mean, if, Automatic promotion still there. It's you know it's mathematically still still a case.
0: It could it could it could happen. No, it's still it's still you know lots of it's it's going to be February. Yeah, very soon. You wouldn't you wouldn't want
2: a manager to write it off at this stage. You'd want somebody to come in and say they they think we can do it because we can still do it. But you're right. Realistically, it's 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 not as it doesn't look as good as it did a month ago. But
0: um, yeah, that can change as well. Like for you know, for all we know, Rotherham we can we can seem unlikely to go on a bad run for me. They they seem so controlled in what they're doing. They're just, the points just keep ticking over. They've got so many yeah. games in hand. Rotherham than before that, I'd the strongest team in the league. So it doesn't leave us in a good way there. But you never know. Like you know, yeah. the wheels. We, for any, any any team sort of form can't it? So I we think know just, from
1: this. We know, sorry, Steve. Say no, we we know from this squad that. That it's not difficult to get them up, as in get them up for it again. You know, from 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 the position that they've they've been in of, of losing games, it's not that difficult to go back on a winning streak again. It's just we now need a manager that can maintain that rather than have these horrible free store mm. famine times. Like that that should be that should be a challenge that a lot of a lot of you know young up and coming managers will be will be will be kind of champing at the bit for.
0: Okay, right. We're gonna call it a day and We will be back. We were, like I said, we were going to leave it till Tuesday because at the end of the transfer window. I'll speak to Gareth and see what he thinks about that. We'll be back either on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, but for now, because we do need to wrap things up because my battery's about to ping. Um, without elaborating, uh, does do you have a manager's name in mind, or have you not had the time to process and think about that yet?
1: No, uh, I've not. It's hard.
2: No, there's no, no one. No one specific springs to mind. Um, I there's obviously rumours flying around. I don't want to particularly get into that now, no, so I'll don't just don't get say, into that, Jimmy. Just I tell me who, yeah. who you think if
0: if, if I was the, if you were part of the ownership now, and I said, who do you think we should go for, Jimmy? What would you say? I'd
2: uh, give uh, place a phone call to Paul Cook. I think. Okay, interesting,
1: Richard. I'm not going to say a name, but I'm going to say an an example of of how. Well, it's worked elsewhere, and it's Neil Critchley at Blackpool, yeah. Um, and that's some, yeah. I mean, a manager I mean, within their I mean, mean, system. It's right.
0: Ironically, Ipswich have got rid of Cook and gone for that kind of approach mm-hmm. as well themselves. And Kieran McKenna,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so some, something along those lines, um, right. yeah, that's the one. For right. Me.
0: Well, we'll 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 drill a little bit deeper into that kind of thing when we come back on Monday or Tuesday. But for now, um, as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>